I think we did too for a while. Yeah. My soul was. So, <laughs> my spirit. We had to find something to reignite it. Honestly, that was it. So, welcome back to another episode of Who Talks First. I'm one of your hosts. I'm CT. I'm the other host. I'm Solo. And we took a bit of a hiatus. A bit. Just a little one. <laughs> I... So I, I, I stopped playing, paying for SoundCloud, yeah. like, a bit ago. and so, fair. So I thought I lost all of our sound files. Mm-hmm. But it didn't, I didn't. Once I started paying for it again, I, like, reinstated it for this. I found that the sound files were there, and they all oh. came back, which was like, oh, cool, this is neat. That's nice. And then in our episode 9 episode, or episode 9 episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, like, the last ends, one. The last one. It ends with us being like, we're not done. <laughs> But, like, we're, we're, like, we're still gonna do this. Like, don't, like, just because we're upset. And then we fell <laughs> off the grid for two years. <laughs> and we, we were did. gone. I thought that we said that we were done, so. No, no, we didn't. We were like, no. We'll come back. I think we just, like, we're like, it's, we just need a, a, to step away, a breather. Because, I mean, it was, we knew it was gonna be a, new, a while before new content. Yeah. And... Well, we're back, but we're not going to talk about Star Wars. We're going back to actually Who Talks First original, original (laughs) roots. So for all you OG fans, what Uh, up? This is for you. We used to talk about other stuff besides Star Wars. We used to be kind of like a general media, whatever we wanted to talk about for podcasts for the first, like, 10, 15 episodes, I feel like. And then... Star Wars consumed our souls. Yeah, so that was all we were talking about. I'm like, okay, we'll just rebrand and just do Star Wars all the time. And then Star Wars murdered me and stabbed yeah. me in the gut and ripped out my heart yeah. and fed it to the dogs. So, Completely betrayed me and <laughs> I want basically nothing to do with it anymore. Yeah. Basically. And, like, I've been waiting for something to ignite my interest in talking about stories again. Because even <coughs> as, like, additional Star Wars stuff came out, mm-hmm. uh, Bad Batch, uh, I don't remember, I think, was Mando season two before or after episode nine? Oh, it was after. It was after, okay. <coughs> Mando season two, what else? Because I was already in the point of not caring. Yeah. Uh, High Republic. Like, a bunch of Star Wars stuff has, content has been coming out, but just, like, none of it inspired me very much to want to talk about it like, in the Visions, way... Visions was the best thing. Vision was the best thing. Visions was the first thing that... Unfortunately, they were all short. And, like, in a way that I still kind of want to go back and talk about it, because it was the first thing Star Wars had produced that I did want to talk about on a analytical level uh-huh. on a way and like an influential level because village bride for one mostly village bride for me i really really loved village bride anyway so we're going to be talking about arcane arcane uh so the year is 2013 and we are on our computers uh, uh states away playing League of Legends. League of Legends. Did you ever cosplay League? I was trying to think. No. I'm like, did you never cosplay League? I wanted League? to, but they're so expensive, right? Yeah, were, yeah. So, like, I never ended up doing it. Because, of course, the one I wanted to do was fucking Nami. Yeah. And I was like, this will never happen. And then the Misfortune. What, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I was like, you want to do Misfortune. Didn't you start it? I feel like you had I to... bought a wig for it. Okay. But then I was like, she's naked and, uh, and this costume is ugly. Yeah. So I think I was constant. I was waiting for a skin to come out that I liked. Aren't they rebranding her? Isn't she like Captain Fortune now? Or isn't she? She's getting rebranded a little bit. Yeah. We, I don't think we know exactly. I don't actually. So I apologize to anyone who's up to date on League lore right now. I, like we were super into the game. You play it yeah. still currently. I, I do, but I play ARAM guys. ARAM and TFT. So <laughs> I'm still very casual. Uh, like I haven't touched the game itself mm-hmm. in eight years. And I was with my friend Michelle at Disney the other day and she works at Riot. And she 
said to me, this was like the day before Arcane dropped, and she's like, this year, Courtney, it's going to be the year Riot wins you back. A little bit of an intro, because this is a Star Wars podcast, and I'm sure 90% of the people who click on this episode are going to click it because they're like, why the hell did this pop up in my podcast feed? <laughs> right? Like, who are these people? This must be some sort of error. If you're here from Star Wars, we're talking about Arcane. So a little bit of an intro. Arcane is a original story. And it's a-, a league property, but it's an original story. And also, if you haven't watched it, I would say watch it because you don't need to know League of Legends. And there's a lot of threads that are very Star Wars. Oh, very Star Wars. And it's kind of this kind of like cyberpunk slash steampunk world. Uh-huh. Like the Undercity is more cyberpunk. The Top City is more steampunk. That Those are two genres that are notoriously risky to do. They're also always completely uninteresting to me and they made me care <laughs> they, they did such a phenomenal job with it and i still can't stop screaming about it i'm, I'm in shock lore league or league lore rather has been either big hit or miss for me it's mostly a hot mess it's mostly a hot mess it's like the the old <laughs> eu of star wars where you're like what but then, what's canon and what isn't but then they came back with arcane and really like shot me in the soul a quick synopsis of Arcane. Arcane covers these stories of mostly, I'll say the most, mostly the main characters are Vi and Jinx slash Powder. They are sisters who were born in the undercity of Piltover, which is not Zon yet. No. Yeah. All right. It's not it, Zon yet. It's just the undercity of Piltover that will eventually become Zon. Mm-hmm. Pl- it's just the slums. And it's completely ignored by Piltover. And everyone there is like, why do the under people suck so bad? And you're like... How are you so blind? It's very it's very political in the sense, but true yeah. and hard to watch in a lot of ways. It's about these two sisters who were raised in the Undercity together, and eventually an incident comes between them that causes them to have to part ways. It affects both of them drastically. Yeah. One of them much more drastically <laughs> than the other. other. <laughs> uh, so, Arcane was released in three acts. That last act just dropped on Saturday, November 20th. Oh. Is that sure. math that I did quickly I in my head? I don't know. <laughs> Can't be me. <laughs> I think it dropped on midnight, like Friday, that midnight on Friday. Yeah. But, so today's episode, we're going to do this in multiple parts because there's no way we can talk about everything we wanted to in one episode. It's too good. It's too good. <laughs> it's too good. I'm going to spend a good 10 minutes on one character alone. theory alone. <laughs> so, but before that, let's start off with how the show starts off. Big spoiler warning, this is going to be kind of like an in-depth look into Arcane, our reactions to it. So if you haven't watched it, go fucking watch it. If only for the art style alone. If you think you're not going to like it, just look at it for a while. Just watch it. It's beautiful. So episode one mm-hmm. starts off with a classic backstory of parents are dead. Not too original there. No. Vi and Jinx are together. Well, you explain this a little bit better than yeah. I do. So yeah. go into the opening. So the backstory here, which they don't really explain, but what it is is it's the first attempt for the Undercity to try to rise up against Piltover. So we see the aftermath of this, like, obvious, uh, well, it's very obvious that it didn't go well for the people under city. Tons of people are dead. There's fire everywhere. Vander's there, and the kids obviously know, they're like, hey, like, where are our parents? And he, like, points over, and both of their parents are dead. And they're <laughs> like, the, they're, they're corpse! <laughs> and so he throws down his gauntlets, 
He gives up the fight. He calls it there and picks up these two little beans in his big, strong arms and walks away from the fight. For good. For good. Because that's what the symbolism of throwing down the gauntlets. Oh, man. He's Look at done that. with it. Really literal stuff here. Yeah. But Vander essentially... Big giant man becomes their father figure, and he raises them. They're they're not at their like canon ages yet. Mm-mm. I'm I'm making estimations here. I'm sure there is some place that says formally it. says how old they are. Act one, I would guess probably around eight in fourteen. Yeah, I was gonna say like eight fifteen. Yeah, yeah. So Jinx is the youngest sister, so she's eight. And Powder. Oh, Powder, I'm sorry. Her name's Powder. Spoilers! Her name is Powder right now. You can tell because she has powder blue hair. Powder blue hair. And then there's Jinx. And there's Not Jinx, Vi. there's Vi, who has pink, pink hair. But her name is Violet. Yeah. Her, parent, her mother was colorblind. Who knows? Her mother's hair was purple, and that's how genetics works. Yeah. That's how it does in grand old Piltover. Anyway, so Vander has kind of become the... The, the orphanage. <laughs> he's both the, like, uh, he's like the, because he's kind of a mob boss, but he's like the nice mob boss. Because mm-hmm. he later even, uh, Be- Be- Bezos? What's his name? Bezos? It's not Bezos. <laughs> Bezos? What's his name? The, the other guy who runs the, uh. Silco? No, the, his friend. <laughs> oh, 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 you're right. No, I, I do. Ben- Benzo. Benzo. Oh, so it's close to Bezos. Right? I was like, no, it's pretty close. Benzo. Benzo mentions, like, uh, collections. He's like, mm-hmm. the collections aren't here yet. Mm-hmm. So it does seem like Vander offers protection for a little bit of money, but it doesn't. he's not corrupt about it. Yeah. So he's, like, running, keeping everyone safe, and also seems to have adopted children who were orphaned, I assume, by this fight. Yeah. Because he felt... Because he was the leader, yeah. right? So he felt responsible. So Vander's, like, adopted these kids. He's kind of like this mob boss. But even the the police, who are known as enforcers in Piltover, acknowledge that the only reason why the Undercity even behaves a little bit is because of Vander. Yeah. So they don't even mess with Vander because they're like, yeah, they all respect Vander, so... Yeah, they, specifically, from what I understand, Vander has, like, a subsection of the Undercity, which is just, they call the lanes. So they, like, don't fuck with the people in the lanes. Everyone else is pretty much fair game. The, uh, Undercity is just way too big. Yeah. Right? And, like, obviously, Silco has influence. But. Vander goes by a lot of names. Uh, the Wolf of the Lanes, Hound of the Underground, and Lapdog. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. For. Oh! Later. (laughs) No, just keep it, keep it in mind. Yeah. I don't know. Something to. He runs the last drop. The last drop. Yeah, he's a, he's a bartender. We flash forward after the after the parents died to a little bit later where you see the whole the whole orphan gang, which is four of them. Uh, they kind of kind have, of have like Echo's like half. Yeah, he well, doesn't run with them. You're right, Echo. Like Echo's confusing to me right now. Not in like Echo's an amazing character. Yes. So Echo is kind of like a ward of Benzos. Benz mm-hmm. Be- Jeff uh, Jeffrey Bezos. Jeff Jeffrey Bezos. No. So. <laughs> Echo is another one of the maybe orphans. Yeah, but I don't know. in Echo's original lore of League of Legends, he has parents that are just they work all the time, so they're just busy and gone. Yeah. But that I don't think is ever talked about. He, Echo is approached much more like another orphan. But also, if he was an orphan, why wasn't he be living with the others? Yeah. So I don't know if he just works at Benzo's shop if yeah. he apprentices under him. Yeah, we don't really, unfortunately, get to know much about Echo's. 
like current current situation if they're revamping his lore or not and so i'm hoping that we'll get to see more of that in the season two that was announced spoiler there's gonna be more it just it was just unfortunate that we didn't get to see much of echo in i'll i want to include echo in the orphans yeah. for now of the, of the kids yeah the, the kids. kids there's uh, milo clagger vi jinx and echo and they're kind of just like this ragtag group echo doesn't always go with them on their missions but he is friends with he's them. He's more like the informant. He is. He's kind of, because he's kind of like lurking in the shadows all the time. <laughs> he's always watching. He's always watching. <laughs> he knows everything, but he he sees a lot of the tragic stuff, but he also, he follows everything. So he's the one who knows where everyone Goods goes. Are, yeah. yeah. Milo, Clagger, who are, they're like adopted brothers at mm-hmm. some point. They're not their actual brothers, but part of the Vander, Vander, Vander crew. Milo and Jinx, and not Milo and Jinx, Vi and Jinx, and they go to the upper city to steal some shit. To steal some shit. They're yeah. gonna break into a penthouse. Yeah. And steal some good stuff. And they go in there, they do a good job. They. They're get, getting, a, getting a sack full of goodies. Jinx, or sorry, powder. Uh-huh. I'm calling her powder. 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 Powder gets a little distracted. She finds some real good shit. First, a sandwich, which is real good. Yeah. Second, some just the sandwich. She just takes she some regular <laughs> shit. These glowing magic balls. But I, I do think it's very cool that, like, first she picks up a book, and she's, like, looking through a book, which is, like, a, it's probably a tech book, mm-hmm. which kind of shows the, like, we already know that she's a tinkerer. Mm-hmm. So it's it's fun for me. It's a little thing of, like, her picking up and, like, her seek for knowledge first. Mm-hmm. But then she finds explosives. <laughs> So is the book she pick up picks up is that like Jace's notebook that he's got? I don't think it's or his like uh it's not the, the one, one that the talisman yeah but it's just a book that's up there mm-hmm. and it's inside the workroom so I'm assuming it's some kind of thing you know because I mean? Jinx is a, she's a, she becomes a smart little technical cookie yeah she does so she finds these like magic glowing balls and she's a kid so she's like ooh shiny things uh-huh. and she drops one yeah she drops one in the panic when Jace comes to like he's like oh my door's locked <laughs> I gotta break myself back in and she's like. I'm a child and clumsy. <laughs> she drops one and that makes the whole building go, or side of the building go kablooey. Because the essence was very unstable. Mm-hmm. And Jace was not supposed to have them. Because it's dangerous. So there's more characters in the upper city. You don't get much of a glimpse into them in the first episode, but you, you hear Jace and Caitlin mm-hmm. outside the penthouse door in the first episode, mm-hmm. but you you see more what they were doing in the second episode. They go back in time, but so this is basically Jace's room. Jace is a student at the academy in Piltover. He's a science dude, and he's like twenty four. Is that how old he says he is? Yeah. He's twenty four years old, and he lives with the Kiraman household. He yes. is a patron of the Kiramans. Yes. He so he is raised alongside Caitlin and is sort of like her older brother mm-hmm. and they're very cute. It's very cute. That is the most redeeming part about Chase. Besides the fact that he is hot. Yeah, he's pretty hot. I, I won't say I do like Jace as a character. This I, I do. Yeah, but I just don't I like also, him as a person. <laughs> but I also he's hate him. Well. He's written well, but he's up his own ass. Just picture Metro Man. That is Jace, the younger <laughs> Metro Man. That's who he is. He's just like the golden boy of science. Yeah. But he is smart. Like, it's not like he isn't. Yeah, he's not a himbo. Because yeah. he's smart. He's just a dumbass and a bit of a jerk. He's just very self-centered. He pretends that he's not, but he is. Yes. Back to the Undercity where... The kids are running from the explosion and they're, they're seen and the enforcers are chasing after them. 
and they have to go down a poop chute to escape. And they end up getting into this fight because they another gang in the Undercity ends up finding out that they have goods. Because Milo's got a big mouth. Because Milo's got a big mouth and tells him because he's bragging. Mm-hmm. And during this fight sequence, Jinx is handed the goods, mm-hmm. but is not is forced to throw them yeah, I mean, she's, the side of the bridge. she's a little kid. Die. She's being chased by a grown man who's going to, like, beat her up for this. And she's smart. She's got good survival instincts. She throws it over into the water so that she can run away. Unfortunately, this is kind of what starts the spiral yes. for poor little Jinx. Because the upper city has now, in their minds, uh, been attacked. Been attacked. Like, this is like a terrorist attack. And so they need to find... Mm-hmm. The people who are responsible, responsible for this. Because people were hurt. So they go down to Vander, and they're like, we know you know what happened. And he's like, nah. Nah, but he's... Don't know shit. But the entire and the entire Undercity kind of knows what happens. They know who it was, but they are very loyal yes. to the Undercity. Yeah, the Vander crew. The Vander crew. They're not going to spill their guts, but it becomes a, a big issue that kind of deteriorates. Mm-hmm. One of the enforcers, Grayson would kind of look the other way at a lot of these things as long as it's not too big because her and Vander have sort of a, a deal worked out that, like, they're going to try to keep things as peaceful as they can between the two places. So, mm-hmm. like, no one to, like, no one will be uh, too, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, overly jailed like I, I don't know what i'm <laughs> overly jailed what about like they're not getting too harsh of a punishment you yeah. know what i mean or she'll let something slide like oh we just couldn't find them if it's gonna be like too big of a problem and it's gonna cause too much trouble in the undercity to people want to riot again yeah and that's true yeah, you know what i mean like that. so that's kind of what they're they have a, like a little bit of give and take and this time she's like it was too big i can't I can't cover this up. Yeah. I can't pretend like I can't find them. Yeah, I mean... People are out for blood. It's this really cruel narrative of the enforcers who... Like, the Undercity is part of Piltover. Yeah. They're supposed to be their citizens. Yeah. They're supposed to be under Piltover's protection, and they're fucking not. They're not. Like, they don't care about the crime that happens Piltover. They only care when the crime happens to themselves. Yeah. So they're like, I don't care what happens in your city, even though technically it's still all one city. And that's what Vander, like, agreed upon. Uh Because... He's like, you police your people, I'll police my people, done. We're good. And there's been this sort of, like, inner debate between inside the Undercity itself, whether or not they want to become an independent nation, Mm -hmm. or stay part of Piltover, Mm -hmm. and just have peace with them. Yeah, and most people, most people are appeased by Vander for now, because a lot of them still remember the first fight, Mm -hmm. but it's starting to get to the point where a lot of people are not remembering it, and so they're like... The, the seeds are starting of, like, well, what the fuck does Piltover do for us? Mm-hmm. They don't care about us at all. Why are we even part of them? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So those seeds are starting. Then when we trans- we transition more over into the second episode, we go more to the top Piltover, <laughs> and we meet the heroes, quote-unquote, of the top part of the city. I mean, they are heroes, where huh. we get more time with Caitlyn, who right now is, is Vi's age. She's mm-hmm. 15. And Jace, who... He's around 24. Mm-hmm. Victor, who's probably around the same age I as Jace. I assume he's around the same. Like, Victor, like, changes in age, but he's so sick that, or, like, right. that I can't, can't tell, tell if he just looks older because... He's also, like, gangly, right? Yeah. So you're like... But I assume he's somewhere around... I assume he's Jace's age. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, Sky looked about... You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? So Sky looks about, like, 
Caitlyn's age in the time skip. Mm -hmm. So, I'm assuming. Yeah. And he's around... We'll say he's in the mid-twenties. Yeah. Area. So we, we meet the, our heroes there, and Jace has been... Well, this is like we were talking about this before. When the explosion happens from Jace's perspective, he has this kind of flashback of the first time he experienced mm -hmm. magic, which was when him and his mom are apparently in Freljord? It's... I mean... It might not be, but all I know, the only snowy places I know are in, is Freljord. And I know Freljord has a ton of different tribes and is very big. And there's, it's very much like, there are, uh, I think they're called like watchers on the other side of a, a mountain, which mm -hmm. is very Game of Thrones. But I don't know why the fuck they would have been there. No, because it seems like the Taurus family was established in Piltover prior to that because oh. you see their dad. Do you think, do you think... He, like, that's his, like, remarried dad? Do you think oh. she remarried into well, we, the Talus family? That would be interesting. And he just took the last be, name? I would be okay with that. That would make way more sense, because I'm like, why were they in the Frilljord? Yeah. Why did they go from Piltover to the Frilljord to back to Piltover? And I will say, excuse me if you, like, are totally... Yeah, uh, if you know the lore. Yeah, and feel we're free just to, bullshitting. Feel free to add us, us know. or leave a comment on... Or leave a comment on iTunes. Down below, yeah. Uh... And but, clear this up for us, because I couldn't figure out why, but that actually makes sense. Yeah, I think, yeah. But, like, how old was little Jace in that one photo with the hammer? About that same, you know what I mean? Like, if he was, like, a year or two older, yeah, it's like not gonna same. look that much different. Like, was, I couldn't remember if he was, like, just a bit. Uh, no, he's about that, like, yeah. age. Anyway, they're, they're trapped in a snowstorm, Jace's mom is dying, and Jace is, he's just a kid, he's, like, five, six, you know, around yeah. that age. When a, a wizard man who is clearly Rise, who is another League of Legends champion, walks up to them and is able to transport them out of the snow to... Which, I mean, it's gotta be Rise, because that's Rise's ult. Yeah. So... It's, it's Rise. It's gotta be. He's not purple yet, but it's gotta be. It's, it's Rise. It brings him there, drops him off to into Piltover. Yeah. To I'm just gonna say it's Rise. Saves their lives. Mm -hmm. So, Jace has this obligation to magic, and you have to be born with magic um, in Runeterra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is... And so, like, Jason's not born with magic, but he thinks he can recreate it uh -huh. using science. Because he does have, like, a rune stone. And so he's, like, obsessed. He's got this rune stone that he wears on his rot, uh, wrist that Rise gave him. So he's, like, obsessed with these runes. Mm -hmm. So he I thinks he can them recreate it with science. with science. But unfortunately, you have Heimerdinger. Councilman Heimerdinger. Yes. Who... I, what a conundrum. What a conundrum. Just hates... He, he's been alive a long time. He's like 300 years old. Yordles live, for all we know, like Yordles are- Are they are immortal? Basically immortal. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that we know of anyone dying. We know that Kled is old enough that he now has Alzheimer's, which is very- Or dementia, mm -hmm. which is very sad. That's all we know. Yeah. So Yordles, for those unfamiliar, are like Yodas, but furry. But furry and much cuter. In they're much opinion. cuter. Yeah, they're much cuter. And so Heimerdinger is this old man who- when finds out that Jace has been trying to recreate magic with science, like, a way to harness magic with science is very against He's that. like, fuck you, don't do it! He's like, I've been, he's like, you haven't seen what I've seen, you're too young to know what magic does to people. Uh -huh. I was here when Piltover was built, and I've seen the destruction it causes. I mean, the, the world is called Rune Terra. It was torn apart by runes, <laughs> which are magic. That's what the world's called. Something big happened. Jace, because like the, during the explosion, uh, the obviously the 
uh, what are they called? The enforcers. The enforcers go and check out his apartment. They check out the crime scene. They're like, wow, you got a lot of illegal shit here. And he's like, shit, yeah, I know. Yeah. So he gets expelled from the academy for having all that illegal shit. And then my boy Victor is standing in the background me like, this man, he's got some interesting ideas. Yeah. I'm interested. I'm in- and so in a trigger warning for some emotional uh, stuff, just so you know, I, like I should probably trigger warning all of these because like, there are a lot of there's dark like, topics. Like trigger warning, like suicide attempt. I think child grooming for sure. Chi- oh, absolutely. Uh, I, like, I don't know if PTSD is a... Yeah, I think, you know, P- like, I think PTSD stuff. Yeah. It's it's rough. Yeah, especially with Jinx. It's, yeah, some rough stuff. And some some sex. Oh, yeah, there is some There is some, 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 some nudity. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but Jace is sitting there like, uh, I've lost my purpose. I'm never allowed to, like, go to the academy again. Even, like, uh, well, I should mention that, like, Heimerdinger did speak up for Jace because Jace was supposed to be, uh, exiled mm-hmm. and never allowed to come into Piltover again. He was like, listen, you're, none of you are fucking scientists. You're all stupid. He made a mistake. Let's just make it so he can't do science anymore and he can just live with his mommy. Then Jace is like, I don't want to live with my mommy. I'm a I'm grown gonna, man. I'm going to go, I'm going to go kill myself. <laughs> and, uh, Victor stops him. He yeah. comes in. He's like, can I interrupt him? <laughs> My like, vampire <gasps> Victor, man. Are you, am I interrupting? He's like, oh, fuck, what the fuck? He's like, hey, man, heard what you said. Been looking at your book. Yeah, you signed every fucking page. You're pretty egotistical, huh? Did he, did he really? Does yeah. he sign every yeah. single page? Yeah, because he's like, uh, how do you, I think he even is like, how do you know my, he's like, I, I, I've been reading, I know your name, it's on every page. Every, I did I missed that. It's very funny. Oh he's my like, God. pretty egotistical, huh? <laughs> Oh my god, I totally missed that. I, like, I swoon over Victor, so I think every time he comes on screen, I ignore what he says, and I'm just like, I love him. He just, he's a very sad, good boy. Yeah, but he's like, listen, well, I think you're, I think you're onto something. Let's try this. And Victor, and Victor mm. is Heimerdinger's assistant. Assistant. So, he has the access to get back the magic bolts. Yes. <laughs> that got he, stolen from Chase's like, lip. Yeah, you need all your stuff. I have all five keys. And Victor, for some reason, is vampire, even though he's from the Undercity. But he talks like this even though nobody else does. I mean, that's right. He might be uh, immigrant to Undercity. <laughs> he came there very early on, I guess. I assume it matches up with his in-game voice. From what I remember, I don't really play Victor. Every what? time I get Victor him in Abraham, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I don't want him. But, like, you did, like, like point out that... Uh, so Victor and Jay start working together, like, kind of behind the scenes, mm-hmm. because Jace is not supposed to do science anymore, mm-hmm. but Victor's gonna help him out. Uh-huh. Jace says something about cranking it, uh-huh. Victor gets so excited, he's like, ooh, crank it! I, which I think is an in-game line of, like, when a move happens. In, for uh, one of That them. would make total sense. Yeah. So, because... Uh, yes, crank it! Some spoilers about Victor... Does become a robot. Yeah. <laughs> he is mostly machine. Yeah. He is kind of, like, I won't say he's as evil as, like, a Darth Vader figure. No. He's kind of a vader figure. I mean, I don't know much about Victor in lore, right? Because I've never really paid attention to him. But I know, I'm pretty sure in current lore, he's back with Jace. I don't think he was ever evil. I think he was just very much like, I'm not letting anyone stop me from doing Hextech. 
So I don't think he was ever he's really also malicious. Like, currently, he's very obsessed with machine evolution. I yes. think it's like like the, the greater evolution. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. He's very obsessed with uh, using robotics to extend life and save lives, mm-hmm. which is like a good thing. But I think he's like taking it to like an extreme yeah. level. Uh, and you well, know I mean this... Victor Frankenstein, right? But so he's a little he's, bit of he is Victor Frankenstein, like kind of. And you don't know this yet. You know, you all you know of Victor currently is that he he's crippled. He can't he can't walk without a cane. You learn that he's dying. That he has yeah. what I I assume a cancer of of some sort. It does seem like he's got a cancer from living yeah. next to radioactive like water for so long. Because he he is from the Undercity and worked his way up. And he does have a snide remark of <laughs> to Jace, who's like, like, "Yeah, I don't have a patron and." I'm from the Undercity. I had to crawl my way up. So suck it up. We're gonna do magic. And I don't want to be an assistant forever, so come on, pretty boy. Let's let's crank this shit. Let's go work it up. Crank it. Crank it. Let's go prove to them that Hextech is the next big thing. Which Hextech is the magic science. Science magic. Yeah. So, I think... Vi and Vander, like, Vi really wants to stand up to the Enforcers, and she really wants to kind of... She's kind of going down the same path that of what Vander's original logic yeah. once was, of we need to fight for ourselves, which isn't wrong logic. Right. But she, she's doing it under the supervision of, like, of a father figure who tried it before yeah. and watched it kill so many of his people. Yeah. And she's young, and Vander has this moment of, like, you're their leader. She's like, I know. And he's like, no, you don't know. You tell them to do stuff. They're going to do it. And if they die, that's on you. Mm-hmm. And she's like, shit. And she fully... That's why, that's why I'm like, these arcs are so good. Because Vander even specifically says, he's like, who are you willing to lose for this cause? Yeah. Are you willing to lose Milo? Clagger? And then Powder? Like, are yeah. you willing to lose these people for this? Yeah. And then she decides, no, she's not. Mm-hmm. And she's going to turn herself in yeah. for the explosion. So the enforcers stop coming down to Piltover. And everything rests. Yeah. Little Powder knows... That Jinx is, or that Vi is going to turn herself in, and she is Lissad. She's more than Lissad. <laughs> she is very, very Lissad. She's ve- obviously very triggered by mm-hmm. that uh, idea of, like, her being alone. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, she did see her parents' dead body. She, like, she knows, even though she, I think she was too young to fully understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, she does know that she grew up with only Vi to, like, protect her. I yeah. mean, Vander was there too, but... You know she's I mean. very afraid of being abandoned. Abandoned. And very clearly this is how she's feeling. And Vander is, like, trying to talk to her at the bar. Because uh. she's sitting at the bar. And then he goes... Shit. Shit. <laughs> My daughter... Like, Vander doesn't know Vi has gone to turn himself in. Well, turn her once he in. sees the bunny... Yeah. Because he's like, that was... That was hidden up there. I remember that. Even it says Vi, it says Violet in the ear. Oh, does it really? Yeah. It, oh. It's hard to see, but yeah, it says Violet. And so he's like, oh, shit. If this is down... I know what she's gotten to do. Mm-hmm. Which was, wait for the Enforcers, but Vander makes it there first in the uh. cliffhanger, and we transition more into episode three. Vander makes it there first, and he says, I'm going to take the fall in her place. Mm-hmm. And like we mentioned before, the Enforcers are like, Vander, we're not taking you. Yeah, because, you can't. like, you can't turn yourself in their place because you're the only thing keeping the underground together. We're not putting you away from this. Yeah, they're like, stop. Yeah. And we then, can hear that there's someone behind there. But uh, Vander is convinced Jeffrey Bezos can uh, can Keep run things for him. So he's like, Jeffrey Bezos. He's got so got much it. money. Yeah. 
And, and Echo is just hiding somewhere. Yeah. Just, no, Echo's there. Just chilling. Hiding somewhere in the rafters. Watching everything. So they eventually take uh, Vander and Bezos out of the... Mm-hmm. Where Vi was going to turn herself in. They lock Vi away so Vi can't turn herself in. Mm-hmm. And they take her out. And they're, and they're talking. They're talking it through. They're Maybe it looks like they're probably going to take Vander. But then... We cut to Vi and her, her little shell she's in. There's a little glass window there. Mm-hmm. And it's covered in gross. But you're like, oh, you can kind of see through. And then... Blood! <laughs> there's blood everywhere. A scream and a blood! So we should talk about Silco. So we kind of, like, skipped yeah. over some Silico stuff, but I think now's a good time to talk about... Silico. The Joker of this situation? Yeah, yeah kind of. I, I would say uh, Silico is more complex than the Joker. And yeah. Some people come at me for that, but I don't care. <laughs> Silico is more of a person. Yeah. So he's much more complicated. Yeah. Uh, Silico's whole thing was... And again, we don't know much about Vander and Silco's first ideals, but what I can assume is that Silco went to an extreme at some point during the, like, rise, when they were going to fight and rise up, and Vander thought he was too much of a threat and tried to kill him. Oh, I... I don't know if he... I, ooh! Now I'm, like, I'm going to, like, a little bit of theory territory. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Silco kind of did the thing in relation to what Jinx does later on. Yeah. Where he was trying to build like a bomb or something. Something, big. and that's the reason why the riot went so wrong and got so many people killed. Uh-huh. And Vander kind of went the route yes. of like we're gonna storm the castle or something. Yeah. What I'm thinking Silco is that fucked it up. Silco must have been doing something that would have created too many casualties, and Vander wasn't okay with that. Yeah. He was like, "We can fight the forcers all day, but like, let's not just bomb the place." Yeah. Because later on, we see. Jinx is building this bomb that Silco was like, I need her for this. Yeah. She's the only one that can build this. Because, like, that would be a really nice parallel to why he's even sympathetic to Jinx at all. Because yeah. he was like, oh, I've been here before. Yeah. I think when he sees Jinx and he just remembers, like, when his brother, quote-unquote, abandoned him and threw him away, and yeah. he's like... That's all, like, it does, it matches up. Yeah. Like, but that's, that's, that's theory and stuff. Anyway, Silco is kind of a mad scientist or, like... A patron of the mad sciences? Yeah, yeah. He does seem to... He obviously has Singed under his wing, Mm -hmm. and Singed is this... Singed is the mad scientist. He's the mad scientist that's been working with uh, Shimmer. I think... I'm pretty sure he's the one that creates Shimmer, Mm -hmm. because it was something that they they mined, but he's the one that, like, stabilized it into something Mm -hmm. to be able to be used. And so Silco's been using that like, a little bit at this point to, like, get people underground. And he's, like, the actual evil mob boss. Yeah. He's got, he's even got, like, a villain lair with, uh, sharks and shit swimming around, you know what I mean? Like, he's very much a, like, Bond villain, kind So, of. Singed, mm-hmm. I assume his name comes from the fact that he gets exploded. And That's what singed. I said! Like, <laughs> I don't know, I, he Did just calls call him, him anything? Doctor. Okay. He just called him Doctor. Originally, but then the explosion happened and he gets singed, and I was like, oh, that well, makes who sense. Who was he beforehand? But, like, does he have a name? I, maybe. known as Singed. So he's really into, like, rebranding people. Yeah. He's like, so, this is a new brand for me. Yeah. So, yeah, Singed has this uh, shimmer formula that he's working on with Silco that's being funded by Silco somehow, and then he's 
They're doing some lab experiments and shoots it into a rat. A rat that I assume becomes Twitch, because Twitch has no in-game lore besides that he's a mutated rat. <laughs> really deep stuff there. And, like, he's he was the same color rat, yeah. and I believe Twitch has purple eyes. I, I might be wrong, right? But, yeah. but he's very, he's obvious, I mean, he fights with basically what Singe does, with, like, they both fight with chem gas, like green chem gas. Mm -hmm. So it would very much make sense. I'm, it's fine that he wasn't a focus. It wouldn't have been. What do you mean? I demand the show be about Twitch. <laughs> but I'm like. The plague rat. <laughs> that's clear. If that's not Twitch, then that's stupid because you're like, but, but, but. Yeah. Like, even if it's never Why something else? that they establish, like, that specifically is Twitch, like, they could have Twitch, like, in that lab still. Yeah. Like, they don't need to have, like, this. Or this season alone arc about Twitch, the <laughs> no. plague rat. But I definitely can see it being Twitch. Who's another League champion if you aren't familiar? Yeah. So, like, I don't think you need to play League or be familiar with the League lore to no, watch just Arcane. It's just, there's bonuses. Yeah. There's theories that you can kind of talk about that we're, I'll get to when we finish our recap, which has already gone on a long time. Because, again, I could talk about this show forever. So uh, Silco's doing shit. Silco's doing shit, and guess what? He's paying off one of the cops. Yep, he's paying off one of the cops, and he found out that uh, the, the the explosion was caused by Vander's kids, and he's like, this is the moment I've been waiting for. Vander's gonna be, like, exposed and alone. He's gonna be in a position where I can try to kill him. And so he kills Grayson, the only good cop in Piltover, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, and uh, throws Marcus the money uh, so that he can keep... Marcus in his pocket, mm -hmm. and uh, rips apart Benzos. Yes. With his, like, crazy mutated monster guy. Yeah. Beyond the rat, they are now experimenting with... Humans. Humans, and they are able to inject the shimmer into a human monster man, and it turns you just into, like, this... Crazy. Cr and it's, it's very addictive, this yes. substance, and it just turns you into this hyper-strong, hyper... -strong, hyper monster figure. Yeah, like, kind of think of the Hulk, but not as big. Yeah. And uh, we got weird purple veins everywhere. Yeah. So they run in, so the monster man that Silco has created rips across Jeffrey Bezos, but they're keeping Vander. They yeah. just knock Vander out and drag it off. Because it's personal. It is personal. But Echo, he was watching the whole time. He saw the whole thing. He was very... Again, we're unclear of his relationship with Benzos, if he just worked for Benzo. Mm -hmm. Or, I keep saying Benzos because I want to say Jeffrey Bezos. I'm going to I think it's Benzo. It feels so stupid. I think it's that. Benzo. Yeah, Benzo. Yeah. If he was, like, a parent figure or if he just worked for him. Either way, they were very close. Mm -hmm. And he saw him get torn apart. Mm -hmm. Just instant dead. Mm -hmm. But he was able to follow them to where they took Vander. And then breaks Vi out. Vi is going to go after yeah. Vander. She's, they, they have a beautiful moment where they hug it out. And you're like, ow, this is so much pain. And then immediately Vi's like, where? I need to get him back. So over the course of the episodes, it's made clear, like, time and time again, that Powder is not the Most best. agile. At the heist thing. She is, at she's the not fighting. strong. She's eight. She's a child. Yeah. And Vi's like, it's okay. You're young. You create things. Powder's like, but they never work. And she's like, they will one day, just keep at it. She very much likes creating little small machines, and she tries to make these bombs that will, like, help them out, but they never go off at the right time, or mm -hmm. they just don't go off at all. And 
Milo at one point calls her a jinx. Mm -hmm. This kind of gets under, like, Powder's skin a little bit, because she really wants to prove herself to her siblings and Vi. Because she looks up to Vi so, so much. much. And Vi, like, Vi really is a great older sister. Yeah, she's, she's trying so hard. so good. And she's a, she's a phenomenal older sister the entire time. Like, even, like, though she makes mistakes. mistakes. So she's a kid, too. Yeah. She, her love for Powder is so genuine uh-huh. and real that it was, it was really cathartic to watch Especially after some other treatment of family members, uh-huh. um, and things that I once very much loved, and how they reacted to losing their family members to um, some ba- just making wrong choices, making wrong choices. And stuff. So, but Vi oh. is like with like she's supportive of Jinx through powder of, through everything. Yeah, and she's, she's when very she loses loving. the stuff, she's like, "It's fine. You're okay. As long as you're okay, I'm just glad that you're okay." Yep. Yeah. Milo, shut the fuck up. But this time when Vi comes back and, like, we're going to go find Vander, we're going to go find Dad, when Jinx is like, okay, I'm coming with you, Vi's like... No. Not this time. This one's too big of a deal. Like, you're not, you're not, you're staying here. Uh And so she leaves with Clagger and Milo to go find Vander. Jinx is left alone. And And that's her trigger. And, like, I told you this (laughs) while we were were watching. Uh, I thought... They could have just done a, a little bit, like a little segment, a little segue into that psychotic break because it felt very sudden because it goes from a different scene straight to Powder freaking the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And I wish there had been like a moment where like she hears someone's voice in her head or something like where she's like, I'm going to be alone again or something like that. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Yeah. I get it. Kids have tantrums that the, they feel their emotions very strong very quickly. They do. It's the only thing that I was like, oh, that was a little jarring. It was a little jarring. So the the three other orphans go in and they find an open window in Silco's lab. And they're like, sweet, open window. This was so easy. Let's open window straight to Vander. Wow. Thank and God. And then and they're they, like, shit, wait, that was too easy. <laughs> and then yeah. it was. <laughs> that scene's so great. I mean, the scene is tragic. Big that moment is like, Vander's like, how the fuck did you get here? And they're like, well, it was, was easy. Like, Piece of cake. Open window. Oh, no. And so sure, it's yeah, it was a, it was a big old trap, uh-huh. and Silco is behind them waiting with his henchmen, uh-huh. and it is time to duel. Duel. And Vi's brought uh, Vander's old gauntlets that are made of uh, cast iron because it's hard to clean hard blood to clean. off of. <laughs> While Milo, who's a pickpocket or a Lock picker, but he's not the greatest because also he's young. These are kids; <laughs> they're children, and so he's freaking out. But he's gonna try to pick the lock to free Vander while Vi stalls. Mm-hmm. And Clagger is supposed to find a way out. Yeah, she's like, "There's probably something somewhere. Try to find a way out. A sewer duct, something." And he ends up just like he's putting like, a hole in the wall. He's like, "Oh, this is this is new. This is new wall. It's very thin. I can break through this. We're going to do it. I am a big boy." So, Vi's a very good fighter. She's able to, like, punch with this thing. Milo's a little bit freaking out, but Vander's a good dad who's just, like, calms him down and talks him through it. They get all the locks done. Except for, like, one arm, Except I for think one, is... yeah. Eventually, Vi is able to fight off enough of them that she's able to get back into the room and shut the door. Yeah. So they're they're alone in Vander's prison, and it's, like, completely locked yeah. out. She, and no was, else get in she was able to take out all the normal humans, yeah. but then once the guy gets juiced... Uh, she's, she's like, ah, I did it! She gets, like, one great punch off, but then the guy, like, seemingly doesn't feel pain, so he doesn't recoil from it, Mm -hmm. so then he just starts kicking her ass, and she runs away and locks them in. (laughs) Which is fair! Can't fight the Shimmer Man. Shimmer Man's scary. Children. (laughs) Yep. They, they are young guns. Uh 
And unfortunately... At this point, I think that we forgot to even mention that uh, Powder remembers that she still has, like, one of the, like, gemstones that she saw explode Jace's uh, thing. And she's like, oh my god, this is strong. I can make something with this. She's like, This will help. make my bombs work. I can help. I can help them. And so she tries to. She, she follows them to uh, Silco's lab. And she's able to peer in through the a crack. Uh, the crack, and she sees Vi get her ass beat, mm-hmm. and she has this little bomb monkey. If that means like it's a little like symbol monkey. symbol monkey that walks forward and has symbols, and she's like, "I'm gonna help them." Uh-huh. And she puts the little magic ball in the monkey, it's like on a necklace, so that when it symbols, it like hits it, it to hits activate it. it. It's so tragic because the the monkey does work as a distraction. The shimmer guy, like, stops and stares at it. And you're like... If it didn't work, they would have been If it hadn't okay. gone off, everything would have been okay. But, of course, it goes off and everything goes wrong. Because, unfortunately, Powder's a jinx. <laughs> yeah. It's so sad. <laughs> it's, it's so... It's, it's so well done, though. Because a lot of times I feel these things can turn very plot devicey really quick. Especially when you're working towards a plot line people already know. Yeah. This is a prequel. Yeah. We already know where these characters are right now. Mostly. Yeah, yeah for the most part. But how they got there, mm-hmm. like, you sometimes you feel things are can be kind of shoehorned in mm-hmm. to make sense. But I think Powder's backstory into when she becomes Jinx is, is as realistic as you can get. Yeah. Because it's the most traumatizing thing I think that could happen to She's a child. She's so well-meaning. She's, she just is trying to help constantly. She's just trying to live up to these expectations that she has of herself and the people around her. And she's just, unfortunately, failing it's, constantly because it's, it's a, a hard big world. self-sabotage. Yeah, uh, it's a terrible hard world. And she, metaphor, is trying to do too much. Back in the, the, the block that Vi, Vander, Milo, and Clagger are, like, locked in, Clagger uh, has broken in a hole. Yeah. It's, it's a hole large enough for them to get out. Uh-huh. They might need to do a little kicking, but it's Yeah, but it's, big, it's enough. big enough. They can squeeze through. Uh-huh. Milo finishes the last lock on uh-huh. Vander. Vander's able to get up. They're going to be able to get out. Yeah, and then... And <sighs> little symbol monkey it's starts clapping. A huge explosion. That pretty instantly causes enough recoil to kill. It kills Clagger immediately. Yeah. It causes some... Uh, like a pipe to go through, through Milo. Milo's shoulder. And he's he tries to pull it out, but then the roof caves in on him. Mm-hmm. And part of the roof caves in on Vi. And Vander. And Vander. So they're stuck, but they're still alive. Uh-huh. I, I don't think Vander knows Vi's still alive, though. Because she's, she's unconscious when Vander first sees her. Probably, yeah, yeah. So uh, he learns it later, obviously, that, yeah. Va- that she's still alive. She might be... I, I think she's alive and crying, so just the fact that she's in pain yeah. is enough for him. Yeah, I think the first time he sees her, she's just unconscious, mm. but she does come back and she's, like, crying because yeah. she sees that Clagger and Milo have died. And obviously she's probably in a ton of pain. Yeah, and also uh, the just... roof fell in on her, so she's... Oh, a lot of pain. Vander is up and he's like, all right, I'm going down fighting. Uh-huh. And he comes out. He's, he's like, I gotta do something. Yeah, so it's uh, broken down enough, so he starts fighting Silico and tries to fight Monster Dude and... It's gets a little wet, but then gets thrown overboard. Into the pile. The pile of shimmer. And he's like, I gotta do it to him. <laughs> and he self-injects. 
He does it to him, son. Yep. And he comes back in and kicks some ass. Yeah. And he's able to... I, Vi's able to get out of the house. Uh, out of the e- building. Yeah. This is the part where I get blurry. I'm like, does no, she like, leave? Does Vander, does Vander get her out? I don't remember because at this point I'm still panicking. Yeah, no, it's, it's terrifying because you go back to... You flash back and forth between Powder and Powder, like, is so excited that it worked, that her bomb worked, and she thinks she saved her family. Yeah, she's like, I did it! She's like, because she, all from her perspective, the only thing she saw was an explosion, was an explosion where the monster was. She yeah. didn't know her family was on the other side of that wall. Yeah. Or, like, she didn't know it would make it through to the uh, other yeah, side Yeah, I don't of think wall. she understood how big the blast would be. Because yeah. it's like a, it is like a blast door. Yeah. So you would think... But it's just, it's a huge, way more of an explosion than she could have ever imagined. Yeah, so she just thinks she helped them. Mm-hmm. By taking out the monster thing. is what she thinks. Vander, unfortunately, he's too injured by his... Everything, everything in the drugs. in the drugs. And Vi is with him when they make it out of the building. It's on fire. They're on the floor crying, emotional. Mm-hmm. Vander tells her to take care of Powder. Mm-hmm. And I will say there is a shot where I'm still unclear what Vi's internal thoughts were at this mm. point, because Vi has a quick glimpse of mm. the monkey. That's right. When the roof falls in, she sees the monkey bomb. And she, and, and it's quintessential powder stuff. Yeah. Cause she, it's clearly, yeah, it's very yeah. stylized. It's clearly powder. Because powder draws on everything. Mm-hmm. So this guy had little, like, little cute little angry eyes. She knows that's powder's monkey. So, in that moment, I'm not... Sh- I don't think she knows Powder does it, because when she finds out, she yeah. she freaks out. But, like, I think in that moment, she knows Powder was there. Yeah. And, like, thinks she's dead in the explosion, too. Yeah. Viper is sobbing over... Vander. Uh, Vander, you see the corpses of her dead brothers and, like, bloody parts goggles. of their outfits. Yeah. Bloody goggles. Just So you don't have to see too much corpse, but you get uh. the idea that they are... Dead. Uh-huh. When Vyra Powder, powder, powder running up, she's like, did you see? Did you see? It worked! It finally worked! And, and Vi's like, you did this? She's like, what? Poor Powder looks around and realizes what she did. And she's like, oh shit. I did this. Yeah, she sees, she says, sees dead monster Vander. She sees the, uh, Clagger's goggles. Uh, bloody goggles. She just, like, squeaks, I was trying to save you. Or I say, I think she, did she even say I saved you? But because she was, like, so. I, I, I think she said, like, I was, I was just trying, trying to save, save you. you. Yeah. And, like, she was so convinced that that's what she had done. And then she just keeps repeating, I was only trying to help. I was only trying to help. I was only trying to help. And you're like. Aah. And I think, like, I love, I love this scene so much because there's very rarely a scene where, like, Vi could act out in the way that she did, mm-hmm. and I would be like, ooh, I get that. Uh-huh. Because, but absolutely, if I were in Vi's position, uh-huh. she, Vi acts out. This is the first time she's ever acted out against Jinx, or Powder. Yeah. She slaps punches her. her. <laughs> like, yeah. just slaps her across the face. Yeah. She's like, you're a Jinx! Like, again, in such a moment of tragedy, as a kid, and yeah. you- and, you're and just your sister everything. that you told to stay at home. I told you to stay home. Who keeps jinxing things. And not only, they didn't lose money, they lost their entire family. Yeah. And like, they already lost their family once. They lost the new family they built. Mm-hmm. And it's Jinx's fault. Yeah. I mean, I will give this to Vi. She pulls, she realizes what she did is very quickly. Yeah. She looks down at her hand and thinks back to like, what Vander told her about like, mm-hmm. this, like punching wounds, that's never going to solve anything. Yeah. 
And she's like, so she goes to walk away to cool down. I need to just go sit for a second so I don't say anything I'm going to regret, anything more that I'm going to regret. She's trying to do the right thing by just walking away and breathing for a bit. Mm -hmm. But it turns out to be the biggest mistake. (laughs) The biggest mistake she would ever make. Yeah. Because when she goes to cool off for a hot second, guess who's there? An enforcer! Marcus, the one whose Silco's paid off to work for him, but... He chloroforms her to pull her away to... Because, like, uh, he'll kill you if he sees you. And you're like, oh, okay, this is him having a conscience. Mm -hmm. You're like, surely this will pay off in in season two... He's, like, been raising her or something. No, he just throws her in prison to rot. <laughs> and you're like, oh. Well, then why didn't you just let him kill her? <laughs> like, what? But either way. I mean, I mean, he just doesn't want to see a kid die. Yeah, like, I get it. But, like, what's the difference? You're sending her to rot in prison. prison. Like, I don't know if he was... Who knows at that moment. Yeah. He, it could have just like, been... maybe he wanted, like, some, like, hero worship. Yeah, like, maybe. Because if he got the, the kid who blew up the building, yeah. he gets credit for that. And also, uh, it's yeah. like, and that's, and uh, Grayson, who was his mentor, is dead at this point. So, like, he, and he really respected Grayson. Oh, you're right. So, he probably does just, he's like, that's why she's in jail. He's like, yeah. she's the one that did it. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. That's probably that's it. Because they're not going to care about any explosions in the Undercity. They're mm-hmm. not going to give a shit. Vi is drugged, taken away, and. I'm sure he probably pinned Grayson's murder on her, too. Probably. Ooh. We'll, yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. see how that unfolds. Powder is thinks she is been left for good. Yeah. Intentionally. Yes. She doesn't know that Vi got, got dragged into out. the sh- shadows. So she's just sobbing. So the only person who comes back walking over is good old Silco. And crew. And crew. Jinx is so distraught that- she just doesn't want to be alone that she just throws herself at Silco. Yeah. And very much like already is just like- I've imprinted. Yeah. <laughs> you're my new father. Yes. Okay, great. For a moment, you think Silco's gonna just, like... Kill her. Kill her. But then he ends up, like, returning the embrace. Yeah, because it's very much a moment of, like, he can obviously see himself in Powder. Because he was the little brother Mm -hmm. that was left... That was abandoned slash left for dead. You know what I mean? So he's very much seeing that. Yeah. Because I don't believe that he thinks that Vi is alive anymore. Uh... So he's not really... Oh, yeah, no, he definitely doesn't. He thinks Vi's dead. So he's not, like... At this moment, I don't think that he's really seen her as useful. I honestly think this is a human moment where he's, like... I remember what this is like. Yeah. Which is why I say he's more complex than the Joker. Because I don't think at this moment he's, like, using her. But that will change. Yeah. (laughs) Clearly will change, but... That will definitely change. He... I think there is a... A parallel between Vander and Silco and Vi and Jinx mm. that is intentional. Yes, obviously. That, that the stories reflect each other, but Vi is fighting for a different Even a ending. little bit of, uh, like, Jason Victor we kind of see, because they kind of become brothers. Yeah. And one abandons the other, basically. That is the end of the first act, but I should clarify the Jason Victor stuff. Yeah. So Jason Victor... They figure it out. They figure out magic. Yeah. And then the council sees, and they're like, we love magic. Yeah. They're flying. They're, they're, they're flo- floating in the air. Yeah. And Heiberdinger's like, I hate this. And Mel's like, who gives a shit? Let's put it to the council. Let's go. And that's the end of Act 1. Act one. But I, like, I actually really love like the flying sequence. It's cute. It's really cute. And especially for like someone like Victor, who's had such a hard time moving around his whole life. Yeah. That he like kind of gets this like moment of like complete freedom. Mm-hmm. I love Victor so much. Speaking of... Um, and then in Act 3, when he gets to 
move move. I'm oh my god. Goosebumps. Dude. Oh, god, we'll talk. So we'll get good. to that when we get to that because I love Vector so much. This whole season is. I just like can't. The show is it's so good. it's so so good. So that was a really unbelievably long recap. I think, and we can't even touch on most of the Easter eggs in no. there. We we didn't even really touch on any of them because it's so good. I mean, there there's stuff I definitely want to talk about post recap. Like I want to talk about Vander mm-hmm. and Warwick. Yeah, because <laughs> now this is this is stuff where you don't have to watch the show, like I said, mm-hmm. or why play the game to watch the show. But for the lore Easter eggs, like singed, singed, yeah, Warwick, Warwick, uh, Twitch, Twitch. yeah, like the, the little hints like that. This is where a lot of the theorizing comes to play. Is if you play the game. So there's a character, um, one of like the OG characters mm-hmm. named Warwick, and he is a big wolf man. He's a big wolf with some chemtech on his back. And uh, Warwick uh, never rem- doesn't remember anything about his human life. He only remembers a few things. He remembers. Uh, being a part of a gang where he had a knife and he thinks the the last thing he remembers of his human life is a little girl screaming somebody's name. Mm-hmm. And Which would make sense because it's probably Powder screaming Screaming Violet. for Violet. Yeah, screaming yeah. for Violet. I so think he's still a little conscious there. Well, like, I think that's why because it was interesting to me that uh, so Vi- Powder is screaming Vi's full name, which is oh. Violet, which is very rarely used. That's the only time, really. Yeah, I'm like... It, and I find it strange that she changed to Violet then, but I think in order to make it more clear to was, she was calling someone's name, uh-huh. well, also, if, if that's what Warwick was hearing. Yeah, but I also think it's very much a, like, she's, like, she's going, like, back, back. Like, yeah. she's reverting back to, like, before nicknames, before yeah. tough nicknames. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, like, if someone was just shouting Vi, yeah. like, you could just be like, ah, uh, just Victor thing die. Vi. Yeah. yeah. Or why? Vi! 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 No, me. He, he's familiar. See, Victor's very familiar, not Victor, Vander's very familiar with the Transylvanian accent that <laughs> sometimes appears in Zaun. Yeah. So if someone was just shouting Vi, he just would expect it to be one of the Transylvanian underground people asking <laughs> why. why. So that's why they added Violet. Mm-hmm. So it's more specific to that. So I think it was also just a very good, like, because Vi's line of, like, Vi stands for violence. Yeah. Yeah, it's Violet. Violet. Oh, cutie. Violet. 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 So, yeah, Warwick is this werewolf that he doesn't remember anything of his human life. He was singed created him. Yes. Who singed is the one who has made the shimmer to that made the demon rat and demon monster man Which, that killed Jeff, Jeffrey Bezos. Yeah, in the, in the first two acts... They're, like, you're like, that's probably the guy that's going to become singed. Probably. It's not until, like, act three where he's bandaged up and you're like, okay, yeah, it's Yeah, singed. definitely singed. So it's just little singed. stuff like that where you're like, like, the moment they mentioned, like, the hound of the of the underground and you're like, hound, eh? <laughs> Warwick? <laughs> then the, Warwick? Then fully just going in. Warwick is from Zoan. He's from that area. Uh, he's, like, a protector of that area. He doesn't remember, again, doesn't remember his human life. Mm-hmm. He's just there. Created by Singed after a lot of horrible experience, experiments, has very few memories of his human life besides the knife, which we saw in a flashback with Silco uh-huh. of Silco reaching for the knife and stabbing him in the eye. Yeah, which is where uh, he wears that bracer. He has a bracer, uh-huh. and there, there. I mean, it's it's pretty. It's hasn't been declared yet in the show, but it's. It's very obvious mm-hmm. because there's even one point where I was watching a video about this where Silco 
says something to Vander along the lines of, like, I'll remind you who you used to be or who you really are. Yeah, because he plays Warwick's theme in the background. (laughs) Yeah. Cinematic. It's just like, okay. Silco's first plan is to, like, turn Vander into a weapon. Yeah. He, he brought him there to shimmer him up. Singe does. Turns him into a wolf man. Yeah, because he just uh, must just collect his corpse and then just drag it back. Yeah, he's like, hold on. I got this. Ah, he's a great specimen already shoved with with a bunch of shimmer in it. Perfect. And Here he's we go. a big buff man. Yes, I'll make Ooh. this into a weapon. I like this. And apparently they literally just ripped sound files from Warwick's like, in-game stuff of the, of the growls, uh-huh. and when he shouts for Silco, that's just Warwick's voice. Yeah. It's, it's pretty 100% clear. Yeah. And I, I'm, the thing about this studio, unlike other studios, is I believe that they're going to deliver on these things because they're putting these narrative threads there for a reason, and they're not going to get upset, like, oh no, you figured out that he's Warwick. Yeah. Because you're supposed to. They're not going to change anything last minute. <laughs> because people figured it out. Yeah. Because they realize that if people figure things out, it's good. It means it's good writing. Mm-hmm. It means that you were laying down the hints. Because I think, yeah, they, they did it in a fun way. Not like an overly obvious yes. way. Like, it was just a line here and there. A line where... here and there, or like an arm in a shadow eventually, where you're like, oh. And so Warwick had his, like, lore reset like, uh, six years ago or something. Yeah. And that's when they started working on Arcane. And the, he has a lot of, like, current voice lines with Vi and Jinx, mm-hmm. like, in-game, that are pretty much... That you're like, oh. They're... Because they're, you're like, why the fuck would they, right? Yeah, like, why would they have that sort of interaction? I th- Like, one of the voice lines to Vi that Warwick says is... Like, your like, eyes. I've seen the fear in your eyes before. Oh. Or, or he's, like, asking why, well, like, why have I seen the fear in your eyes before? Yeah, something like that. And then the next one is, like, who taught you how to punch? Yeah. Which is Vander. Yeah. So it's... Very funny. It's funny. And then... To Jinx, he says, you were there. You were he's, there, or it's, like, he's just, like, uh... Like, you were there, you saw I can't forget, or, like... Something, something like about, that. I want to forget it, or, like, a memory he is unpleasant. Yeah, that he doesn't want to remember, basically. Around them. Yeah. And then, obviously, he has stuff with Singed, but we knew that Singed yeah. made him... He's got that. even some stuff... He's got some stuff with Caitlyn, where he's like, you're so far up... <laughs> like, you're so far up, Piltover's ass, something, something, whatever. Something, and you're like, something, something. But it's... it's I, I really am excited for the Vander reveal, mm-hmm. um, and that I'm 99.9% sure that's going to happen. The only reason it wouldn't happen is because people figured it out, and they're like, well, we didn't want people to figure it out. I'm like, but no, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's It's such a waste of plot. Yeah. I, and it's I mean, good that's like plot. saying, like, oh, you knew that Powder was going to become Jinx. Like, of course we know. Yes, we did. Like, duh. Like, so I don't think they're going to... the. I mean, this is skipping ahead, but, like, the things that they're going to explore in Season 2 are things that are, like... Heimerdinger making turrets, because he's mm-hmm. obviously going to accept Hextech at some point. Yeah. Uh, Echo's, Echo getting his thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor doing his all, whole thing. And I think we'll see some of uh, Noxus knocking more on Piltover's door, but... Oh yeah, Noxus is definitely coming. And obviously, the creation of Zaun, because yeah. where we left off, he was going to let it happen, and they voted on it, but obviously some things happened... So, how is Zahn still going to become a thing? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's gonna be be interesting. And I don't think that they're gonna be like, oh, that wasn't Warwick. Like, no. It's... I don't think he's gonna be a focus at all. I think he'll be in, like, the background a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, 
Like, cause like I, I, what I want to happen with Arcane is I want at least three seasons. Yeah. And I want so the, I want the prequel, which is this is the prequel, and then I want it to be. I want it to be kind of Star Wars formatted, but not Star Wars formatted because I want us to save Jinx. Um, <laughs> and for the live. I like, I don't... As much as I... Like, Ben absolutely could have been redeemed. I'm worried about Jinx because she was, like, literally chemically altered. That I'm like, I wonder if they can. I don't think, like, they'll change her personality. Uh-huh. But I think they... It is very possible for her to... Like, she'll still be, like, weird and yeah. out there. I would love for her to just... Because be I think like, they're I'm already to be doing that in a way. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think she's going to do it. And, well, I think... I hope. I hope. Because I want the next... The season two to be more in the current canon timeline. And then I want the third one to be the lore expansion where we move beyond it. Mm-hmm. Because I really want Warwick to... I want Warwick to know... To the recognize Vi and Jinx. Yeah. That's that what I... I want to happen. It'd be very nice. Yeah. That we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to see. Because the next season doesn't come out till... 2023 at the very earliest. Yeah. So it's gonna I be I mean, well. hopefully it'll come out sooner, because they already have, like, a bunch of the models made. Yeah. They have a bunch of the settings. They have a bunch of assets they can reuse. Yeah. And also, uh, 2020 isn't happening. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I can say that that probably caused a huge hiccup in their production pipeline. Yeah. So, we'll see. hopefully, it'll we'll be see. a little bit faster. It won't take, like, six years, but... Oh, yeah. It definitely won't take six years. Yeah. yeah they've been working on it for... They've been working on it before this. That's and, I, like, I know they have multiple seasons planned. I'm not sure if it goes past... They only haven't announced three yet, but I think they will. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be at least three, mm-hmm. if it does well enough. But I doubt you've listened this far if you haven't watched Arcane, but if you haven't, watch it. It's very good. So good. Um, There's so much. And they're all hot. Everyone's hot. Yeah. I mean, ignore, like, they grow, the children grow up. Yeah. I'm talking about the adults. Yeah, the kids grow up. The kids grow up. hot. And the two kids that don't grow up are dead, so. Well, no, they become Junkrat and Roadhog. (laughs) Yeah, they just go to Blizzard. They just go to Blizzard. That's the afterlife in uh, League of Legends. Yeah. (laughs) When you die in Riot, you're reborn at Blizzard. (laughs) Which is so funny because Riot is now the thing that Blizzard wanted to be. Yeah. Because Blizzard slept too long on Overwatch stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Why the fuck they never made a movie? Yeah. They're like, Overwatch 2. And like, shut the fuck up, Overwatch 2. Just expand. Overwatch 2? Yeah, they've, been, they've announced it a long time ago. Oh, my God. I, I've, Rather than I've expand their attention. current game, they were like, we'll just make Overwatch 2. Like, what the fuck? League has been updating the same base game and updating, like, graphics and stuff for years now. And I didn't overwatch I too. love what they're doing with like we'll just make we'll expand our universe. Yeah. So we'll just we'll use make our MMO. characters and make a new games with yeah. in these worlds. And I'm like, I think that's great. I think cause I think you finally are getting good lore. Yeah. You have interesting lore. Yeah. They're they're understanding that they do have interesting characters. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the I haven't played through the Rune King game yet, but we I've purchased it. I plan to play through it. The Ruined Kingdom event inside League was dog shit, but uh, I think, honestly, that's a product of 2020. And also, League came out and was like, uh, it's as canon as you want it to be, because they knew it was dog shit. And so they're like, play the Ruined King game. It's much better than what we did in the client. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was dog shit. It was like- I haven't- 
touch the game. The Ruin King event was basically, blah, 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 all this stuff happens, but none of it even mattered. A bunch of these people die, but none of it matters. And you're like, because it all turned out to be for nothing. Have they ever killed a champion that to the point where Gameplay. they can't play it? Oh, Wait. no, but all you right. can still play him. Okay. But, yeah. but, like, Gangplank is canonly dead? He's dead, and, like, his ghost form is now... It's a skin, but that's currently his, like, canon form. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's, is it his default, or is it... No, it's still... His default is still default. Okay. But, like, the current canon is... He's, he's always had, like, a, a specter yeah. skin. It's one of his early ones, and okay. that's technically how he exists in lore now. Okay. Is a ghost. Is a ghost. Is a ghost boy. Because yeah, I'm like, I've ever... Like, cause that's why I'm like, at least I know Jinx isn't going to die. Jinx right. is a popular enough character and a playable enough character that they're not gonna kill her to the point where like she's a very strong ADC. So yeah. <laughs> they're not. She's gonna survive. Yeah. Uh, but I'd be I'd be curious if any of these if they would ever do such a thing where they would like kill a character to the point of taking it out mm. of their games, like that you can't play them. Yeah, anymore. cause they cur- they haven't done it, and Gangplank is dead. Yeah. So. Because it is, like, one of those things where I have a safety net of knowing which characters aren't going right. to die. Like, there's it's a nice. scene, I'm going to, if you've seen Arcane, you've seen Arcane. There's a, spoilers for Act 3. There's a scene in Act 3 where uh, Jinx comes out with a platter and says that she made Caitlyn a snack. Uh-huh. And it kind of just seems like yeah. this joke of like, that she baked Caitlyn. Uh-huh. She chopped. What's going to come up is Caitlyn's head. head. Yeah. And even Vi thinks it. Yeah, Vi, that's exactly what Vi thinks is going to happen. But I'm here like, well, I know it's not. I yeah. thought it was going to be her dad or, like, uh, her mom or dad. Something, yeah. But then it was, a, it was just a cupcake. I, like, you go into those scenes knowing Caitlyn's Yeah, she's not alive. Like, yeah. you know. We know Caitlyn and Vi can't die. Yeah. Because they obviously become detectives or something. Because I think their lore might get rewritten a little bit. Yeah. We'll talk about that when we get to yeah. episode but like, arc two. And we, like, we know Jace isn't going to die in there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Victor, sort of. Victor's a thing where you're like, well, he can obviously get grievously hurt. He does become a robot man. Yeah. So who knows? You know Heimerdinger's not going to die. Heimerdinger can never die. Because he's still got to create his turrets and help Echo and I believe get Ezreal his gauntlet. I think he's the one that gives Ezreal. I'm excited for, I, I'll be pumped for Ezreal. Because and... Ezreal's just a, like a artifact hunter. Yeah. Pilty. Well, Pilty boy. Yeah. I, f- I forget he's built over because yeah, yeah, I always assigned him to Lux in my head. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, he's built over. Yeah. Just forget. And so is the Seraphine? Is that her name? Is she? Oh, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, because her dumb little yeah. uh, hoverboard. Yeah. Like her power or like her. I was reading her backstory was just like. She I can sense people's emotions. But just, her songs brings on and built over together. I'm like, okay, a little much. Yeah, no. Uh, it's funny. Uh, just recently I watched a video of, like, all the League's champions ranked uh, in order of power according to their lore, and Seraphine's the weakest, because her, in in lore, all she can do is sing and read people's emotions so she knows what to sing. The end. And you're like, oh, so she really was just a Sona rework, because you didn't even give her any lore. Her lore is that she likes KDA and can sing. Yeah, I feel like if we get any, like, Seraphine stuff in future seasons, she probably won't play a huge... Ooh, Oriana! I forgot she's built over, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah! Well, there's a lot of theory that she might be Sinja's daughter, because she's the daughter of someone who, like, creates her body, 
But I think that's oh. a, too much of a stretch. I don't think sins that, can I create think, everybody. Yeah, sins to just, like, new dad of universe. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like they named Oriana's father before, but they could erase that. Yeah, who knows? Because, like, having Singed bring up that he had a daughter once, it was probably already in his lore, but that yeah. would be, I, would, I wouldn't be against that. Because that could be why he's experimenting so much with yeah. everything in the beginning. And especially trying to recreate, like, a more humanoid uh-huh. uh, body, yeah. or, like, a bring back uh, humans yeah, in that <laughs> form. Yeah. Where Victor's, like, it's about extending life through uh, Hextech and, Hextech and yeah. technological I mean, needs. They're gonna. I think it's gonna be Victor that creates Camille. Well, it's, it's not technically yeah. in lore. We know who does do it, but I th- still think it's gonna be Victor. Victor's science yeah. that creates it. Yeah. Oh well, I want him to create Blitz because I hope he's, he, I want I want Victor to create Blitz while he's still this Victor. Yes. Because Blitz, Blitzcrank is just kind of goofy. Yeah. He's a goofy guy. Yeah. Then that would be cute. Yeah, he's just a goofy little robot. Like this is my friend. He can lift things and he can grab things for you. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like that. Oh, season two. But anyway, I think. I'm like I'm trying to make sure we're not missing anything. A lot of the stuff that I want to talk about is in Act Two and Three. Yeah, so. that is very true. But we'll split that up for another time because, again, I could. I don't talk think this episode was long enough. I, I think, <laughs> I think this was longer than the three episodes alone. Maybe I don't know. We'll see when I press pause. <laughs> yeah. But hey, welcome back to Who Talks First. I'm one of your hosts. I'm CT. I'm your other host. I'm Solo. And from this point on, we're just going to talk about shit that we want to talk about. <laughs> And you're either here for it, or you're, you're not. not. Deal with it. <laughs> That's the I'm the Avatar, and you gotta <laughs> deal with it. So, we'll post whenever we want to, whenever we watch or read. Or yeah, this isn't gonna be like a... Like a a scheduled thing. No. It's gonna be a... Whenever the... I'm excited about this. Yeah. I wanna talk about this now. Yeah. 